0: Everybody, and welcome to another new edition of Live from Pawnee. I'm Alan and with me as always is my co-host Mark. Hey Mark, how you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm
1: as always. I'm Mark and with me as always is Alan. See, I can do that too. I'm doing <laughs> good, man. You're
0: so good at that. We should flop this around.
1: Uh, I, I can't. I don't. I'm not made for you, leader, leadership. Say, I, I can't say, do that.
0: <laughs> you just say stuff and I'll be funny. We'll, we'll flip oh. it. We'll totally flip it.
1: My God, this is heading towards disaster. Uh, I don't no, know. I don't no know. No one
0: wants this, Mark. I mayday, mayday. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. What are you saying? Nothing. Good. Oh, going. okay. Good. Good. Okay, because I was a little worried you were insulting me there for a second. <laughs> Never. Hey, Mark, you know what? We should tell people why we're here today. Um, am I right? Is this one of those? Oh, you're right. It's a...
1: Live from Pawnee presents... Pawnee
0: Spotlight! That's right, Mark. We're here with a new Pawnee Spotlight edition featuring our friend Cooper Thornton.
1: Oh, he's a great guy. Man, that was a fun interview. That
0: was a fun interview, and and, and sadly it was a while ago. I think it was last... It's like
1: seven years ago or so? That was a long, long time Maybe ago. Maybe seven long months, time.
0: though. Because uh, if I recall, we. I remember I was listening to it earlier today, and uh, you know, Harvey gave me the new edit, and... Uh, it was like end of hurricane season, which would be like October, and I said, Oh my Harvey, gosh, why am I just now getting this? And he had some excuse about a fight with Constantine in the booth and erasing and backups and Look, I don't know. I don't I, understand.
1: I have told those numbskulls over and over again, you start wrestling in the in the the sound booth and you start hitting you hit levers and buttons and Diodes. I assume there's diodes back there, vacuum tubes. I don't know how things work. Vacuum tubes, lots of tubes. So all the vacuum tubes just all over the floor, and then before you know it, the interview got.
0: And no. That's what they do, the vacuum tubes.
1: Yeah, well, they sucked up that interview, that's for sure. I don't know what happened to it.
0: Yeah, speaking of wrestling, Mark, you know, uh, that's real, by the way. I know. uh, know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And do you watch Young Rock? Uh no, but I know what you're talking about. You really need to watch that. I
1: show. should I should watch that because yeah. I like the wrestling.
0: It's crazy funny and, and it's strange and odd and uh, over the top, just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But uh, we we enjoy it. It's a funny show. I've
1: really come to like uh, Dave Bautista. I
0: like for, Dave re- for wrestler. Yeah, I think he has more range. That's interesting. Uh, well, it would be interesting to see what he does after Guardian.
1: Yeah. Well, he yeah. did uh, knock at the cabin.
0: Oh, that's true. I haven't seen that though.
1: That, so it that doesn't was pretty
0: exist. Good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that works. Okay, that's I'm the way sorry. it works. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, my bad. Just like this interview didn't <laughs> exist for about seven months. But but the good news is, Mark, it does, and we're here, and we're going to get to hear our full interview with. Cooper. I'm so excited, I can't even tell you. Well, like you said, he was he was a very interesting guy, as I recall, yeah. and uh, not only smart and personable and all the things we enjoy and have been blessed yeah. to have as guests on our show, but like crazy spooky smart you can tell and he downplays it but if you go read his bio it's like man i'm three sentences in and i'm like this guy did more before he was 20 and i've done in all my x number of years oh yeah and not
1: only did it did it really really well
0: oh yeah no i i do stuff but he does it good
1: Right, right. That's a big difference. Uh, See, I don't even do stuff. So
0: I I have to take baby steps. So we got Mark down here and me slightly above you. Then Cooper is leagues above me. Exactly. Well, you know what, Mark? I think we should, uh, let's play this interview. And then when we come back, we'll talk about it briefly. And then we'll send everybody home. Let's do it, man. All right, everybody. Our interview with Cooper Thornton. have a terrific special guest today. He has nearly 80 credits across dozens and dozens of TV and movie appearances. You know him as the doctor voted number one in Bedside Manor. We're speaking, of <laughs> course, of the one and only Dr. Harris. Please welcome the very funny and talented Cooper Thornton.
2: Hi, Thank Cooper. you very much. Hey, Mark. Hey, Alan. I appreciate you guys. Uh, more, number, number one in Bedside Manor. You, you nailed it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way to say
2: it. No, it's. I think he 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 loves medicine were it not for the people.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a very good description of him. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Dr. Harris, just any chance to uh, scare somebody in, uh, into believing they have something worse than they actually do, because he's bored by the, by the simple maladies. By that, the mundane. That, that, yeah. is so by the mundane. that is so true. Absolutely.
0: That's so true. Actually, this week we're covering the season five episode uh, "Halloween Surprise."
2: Halloween, yeah. yeah.
0: This is where uh, where your buddy Jerry suffers the fart attack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And they're trying so hard to get me to call it that. Yes. Yeah. And you're not playing along. I'm not playing along. No, no I just no. There is nothing that plays along about Doctor Harris. <laughs> no, he'll 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 dick with you, but. You're not about to <laughs> dick with him. He's just not going to take it. it, if he even gets it.
0: That's true. Sometimes I think it just passes right over him because he's not in the yeah. same atmosphere. Yeah.
2: No, he's, he's and he had, he could care less. That was a super funny episode. Uh, poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. You know, and every season, poor Jerry. <laughs> true. Uh, but that yeah. one especially, they just really would not let it go.
1: We have a we have a trope on our show that we call PBJ for Punching Bag Jerry just all the times that he just people just pound (laughs) on him relentlessly
2: and he takes it so gracefully and he's such a nice guy he he truly is a nice they were were all nice but his character the person is especially nice but jerry the character he just he's he's charlie brown he is charlie brown that's a great way to describe it and that's
0: a great way to look at it
2: yeah Yeah. everybody else is lucy
0: Everybody pulls the football away. Everybody pulls
2: it away from Jerry.
0: That's so true. You also had another great Jerry moment. Um, I think, you know, the the one I'm talking about where we learned that Jerry was maybe specifically gifted. Like a horse.
2: Like a horse. They told me that that was the uh, most viewed six seconds of the show (laughs) from any season was just that talking head clip oh my gosh that's so funny your delivery was perfect actually i'm going
0: to play that clip right now if you don't mind
2: okay so now you're sure that everything is okay you know down there perfectly, Holly. perfectly healthy (laughs) that That man has the largest penis i have ever seen i actually don't even know if he has Uh one. forgot to look i was distracted By the largest penis I have ever seen. And uh, of course, I have two sons and uh, who who learned very quickly how to Google and how to YouTube. And I I think when my son, who's now 15, uh, discovered that clip when he was all of six years old (laughs) and just and and had great mimicry skills and uh, was delighted to share that with uh my then wife and I came in and, and had it word perfect, you know, the things that we passed down to our kids.
0: Well, thankfully, you yeah. didn't take it to show and tell.
2: No. Oh, dear God. Yeah. No kidding, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. They both um, they both love that that they can tell their friends that that's that's their dad. So proud. So proud. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cooper, I've got to ask you, I, I had this question for a little bit later on, but I, I'm too impatient. I have to ask. I have I loved the character of Dr. Harris ever since I saw him. And I was curious, how was it described to you? Like when you when you were first introduced to the role, when you first read for it, did, was he grumpy or bored
2: or I'm curious? No, the uh, the only line. Thanks. That's a great question. The uh, and it was only written as a one off just for that one first scene where I'm cutting Chris's um cast cast. off off. Uh, and the only line in that to indicate something about the doctor was when uh, Amy's character uh, Leslie asks for the cast and and Dr. Harris's response is well that's a that's a highly uh, disgusting request but I you know I don't see why not (laughs) yeah just just used that to um to uh, improvise uh they they would always do a scripted take and then they would do some, just some get from point A to point B, however you want to. And, uh, it was when Andy got up to, to walk and he, he fell and everybody else jumped to help him and Dr. Harris stood (laughs) back and, and I think he said, um, yeah, they may have atrophied a little. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't care less. So helpful. I and the uh, and and the writers, I, I guess, liked it and wanted to write a doctor who just couldn't give a shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you know, so funny. opposite Rashida, who is so you know just all heart. Oh yeah, um, Anne's character. Oh yeah, I mean Rashida's character, Anne, uh, and so just this um, this curmudgeonly uh, guy who uh, they could bring in on occasion to uh, for some comic relief. That's all I had to go on. So it was just wow. improvising. And then they from that point on, they they wrote it for this guy to just be Dr. Harris. So you helped create the character. Well done, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was I I thought, you know, I'll just make some choices and see if I can give the writers something fun to write toward. So I got really lucky there.
0: How did you come to the role on Parks? And uh, you said it, you thought it was a one shot. When did you know that it was going to be uh, you'd have the option to come back?
2: Uh, when they called me back for a second episode, <laughs> and uh, and each episode, I thought, well, that's it, that's the last. And it it uh, it wasn't until they started referring to Doctor Harris in scenes when I wasn't there, I thought, okay, well, he's he's part of that universe now. Yep, very. You true. know, and when when Anne, when they considered that Doctor Harris may have been one of the sperm donors that <laughs> Anne was looking for, I thought, well, okay, I'm in. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Oh, really just uh, you know that he would have come to Rashida's party for to Anne's party uh, for Halloween, and uh, he took his gifts back. Yeah, <laughs> well, just the wine, and then uh, it was improvised to grab that book. Yep, you know, and this I've been meaning to read it. Just they said just button it with something that Doctor Harris would do. You know, so just I'm just taking stuff from people. It's a great you know?
0: choice. Yeah, thank great you.
2: Choice. They um. They gave us real liberty to uh, to play and all so generous uh, from from Amy down. Um, when we would improvise, uh, there was no ego at all. Who it was just best line out wins. I love to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Just without every person in that cast were just golden and, and really just looking to play. Wow. You know, and Amy and Nick really leading that. Just uh, both incredibly warm, generous professionals.
1: That's awesome. We've actually heard that from from a number of our other guests, and it seems pretty consistent that you know that 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 feeling when you're there kind of comes
2: from the top, like you said. Oh yeah, I mean there are plenty of shows that um, and and they really welcome the, the guest stars and the co-stars. They're great about that, and it was it was super nice to be back on set and had have, have them you know say, "Hey Cooper, great to see you." Uh, you know, when it's just maybe one or two that I'm doing in that season and they really, uh, it's, there are shows that have been added a long time and, uh, and the, the series regulars can become, I wouldn't say off-putting, but just not especially welcoming. Uh, you know, it's each week they're having to welcome in, you know, seven, eight, nine new people, uh, and that can get, um, I can get old I suppose sure <laughs> I look forward to knowing but I suppose it could get old uh, and uh, that was never the case with 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 parks I just I'm um, and watching them welcome other co-stars and other guest stars uh, and as a result they got really great performances you know because people felt like I'm I'm part of the family I'm not crashing a family reunion they're I'm, I'm at least, you know, a good date that was invited to this, <laughs> or maybe one of the weird cousins. Definitely a weird cousin. They <laughs> absolutely, that, that's a much better uh, analogy because that they really Parks wrote a lot of weird cousins. They with did not their own teeth, somebody <laughs> else's teeth, and, and just <laughs> God, they had great characters on that show. Absolutely, I miss it. Love to still be doing it.
0: Cooper, we were reading your bio and you've got a, a really interesting life. We've had some great guests on the show, but uh, your yours was particularly interesting and you started at a pretty early age, uh, you know, and then obviously eventually moved into professional acting. Like, were did you always have the artistic bug and kind of when did you identify that that's maybe what you wanted to do?
2: Uh, you know, I was scared of it for a long time. It, 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 um, it. Uh, Touched a part of me that just felt like I was plugged into more electricity than I could handle. And so I um, I only flirted with it for years. I did I did it in high school. I, I did a little bit in college. I uh, I flirted with stand-up uh, after college and was uh, uh, had a two-person ad agency after college for several years. We'd write, produce, edit, act, place. We did all of it, just the two of us. Wow. And, and still just flirting with performance. And, and got to where I thought, I just, I really need to um, uh, completely drop this or take it on full tilt. And went to uh, move to Canada to Vancouver for a year uh, to a graduate school of theology just to see what of my Southern Baptist faith that I grew up with was really God. And, uh, and, and if this was really the path to, uh, to follow. And, uh, in that year, um, in a preaching class, uh, they really encouraged me to, um, to, yeah, I was a performer. Hmm. And, uh, and so later that year I started my master's in, uh, in Cincinnati and, and there's been no turning back and then did after graduating Cincinnati, I taught it. Belmont University for a year in Nashville and then went back for more graduate study in Wales. I loved it. It, uh, yeah, it was, it was not the, I didn't know, uh, enough to really commit to it early on, but I, am, um, I'm glad that I held on. I had noticed that
1: looking at your, uh, if my expert notes are correct here, I'm it, sure it looks like, <laughs> it looks like you triple majored in marketing, um, business, business broadcasting, broadcasting and, and then radio, radio film. So, yeah. Hearing that, I might think that you were kind of positioning yourself to work behind the scenes.
2: Yeah, but, but you just you made the leap in front of the camera. Yeah, I was uh, again. I was still too scared to think about being out there in front. Uh, it's one thing that I didn't like about uh, uh, stand up that I loved about improv stand up. I just I didn't like being up there just masturbating on my own. <laughs> I, uh, I much rather much rather masturbate with a group of people. Sure. Uh, we can all agree on that, uh, but what can happen with when two or more are up there, it's just, it's, uh, it, so much more can happen than just one person saying this, this is me and this is what I find funny. Yeah. And it just took me a long time to, to think, you know, okay, let's screw it. Let's, uh, I started theater in Nashville after I graduated from my undergrad and then, uh, uh, did a little bit of a couple of TV movies with Reba and with Dolly. And, uh, and got my SAG card, and and thought if I'm going to do this, and I was doing a lot of theater, just nonstop theater in Nashville, which has a fantastic theater community, has got a really fantastic bench of actors. Uh, thought, okay, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Let's give it a shot, and just and moved out to LA, with uh, with no contacts and no anything, and and started right away studying more improv uh with uh with groundlings hmm. and with uh, a place called the empty stage with stan wells who's was a terrific instructor and had some great performances performers and groups come out of there and did that for uh just non-stop for the first five years there and built a good community of of, of uh of supporters and uh, and fellow actors and also started doing more theater there, and that's when I really started to get some attention from agencies and from uh, casting directors who came to see uh, mostly the, uh, the theater that I was doing. <laughs> and uh, people like Deb Aquila, who's a fantastic casting director, saw me do uh, a piece called After the Fall, Arthur Miller's After the Fall. And, uh, and she, God, she was responsible. She's responsible for 90% of my film work. She wow. just keeps calling me back. I got really lucky, real lucky.
0: You know, I mentioned in your, uh, your intro in our intro that you've had many appearances in shows that Mark and I both love, including Scrubs, um, the original Mm -hmm. CSI, King of Queens, Arrested Development, The Office, which I want to come back to in a second, uh, Curb, Your Enthusiasm, My Name is Earl, Justified. It's a huge list. I mean, so with all that, like what stands out to you?
2: What stands out? Um that I, uh, uh, am getting right back in the soup line after every job <laughs> that, uh, that, um, you know, they say that you're only as good as your last job and it, it feels like you're only as good as your next job. Hmm. Uh, it, um, uh, I was, You know, am I'm, I'm a working actor. I'm just, I'm your blue collar working actor who just, uh, uh, just want to be working. And uh, and it's it's if you look at the credits, they're pretty balanced between drama and comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the shows, I mean, things like Curb, which is about as ridiculous as you could get. Um, I remember I went in for that and had to for the audition had to improvise with 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 Larry David. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't know he was going to be in the room when I went in and just went in. And so I just, which was great because I didn't shit myself beforehand. <laughs> uh, Save that for after. And, and uh, yeah, I made it out of the room before I fouled myself. Uh, and that's what the whole shoot was. They just needed to see, can this person play? And that was, that was the case with all the comedies. <clears throat> They just wanted somebody who could who could play, and really, um, uh, uh, thing that's great about about Parks and Rec is that these ridiculous situations are treated with such uh, sincerity and with such um, conviction, uh, and that's what makes it funny. And then the thing with the drama, so many of the dramas is is uh, just play the opposite, and that's what's interesting. Uh because you need conflict. Otherwise it's it's not theater, it's not theatrical. Hmm. It's gotta be what, what are you working against to get what you want?
0: Hmm. Never thought of it that way. I like that.
2: if you you know you watch anything that's that's well written and well acted and you'll you'll see that they're they're all having to work against something. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, show's over in five seconds. They got what they needed and they left the room and you know, it's done. They win, but it's boring. They win, but it's boring. And you don't care that they won. True. Nope. You know, the Indianapolis 500 with one car.
0: <laughs>
2: they know, made me get off that track. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But it's not that interesting. <laughs> you, know? you want them to go fast and loud near each other and and try to keep each other from passing and, and getting ahead. And that's that's good theater. That's good TV. That's good film.
0: Wow.
1: Cooper, you had mentioned that your your uh, your roles are kind of split between comedy and drama. Um, Do you have a preference between one or the other or like good guy versus the bad guy? What do you look for in an an ideal role? (laughs) What do
2: I look for? As if I have that luxury, I look for the one that's hiring me. I love that role. That's a great role i love that one one with it where the check clears, the one where i i am not local hire where i've got a you know a honey wagon uh you know that said there are definitely better roles than others um uh like doing sully with with clint eastwood was just a huge rush uh where he's he's such a phenomenal storyteller and uh and you've got to be on your toes because he doesn't. He rarely calls action, so you just you're always have to be on. You don't know when he's gonna cut. And Parks and Rec, I knew that that I'd always get a chance to to play, and so I always felt that I got to bring my A game because these guys are at the top of their game. You know, every one of them are so incredibly solid. And so I look forward to those. There were others that where it was just kind of okay. This they're, they've got the joke that they want me to play. I'll play the joke, and they don't want anything more. Um, and I'm thankful for every one of those because they they help pay the mortgage. But uh, on the shows like like Parks and like The Office, like Curb, um, these shows that are you know, are seasons deep and have great established characters for you to play with. Uh, you're just a fool to not risk something. You know, bring more than what's on the page.
0: That's yeah, great advice. Well you mentioned the office. I wanted to come back to that for a moment. We just watched the episode, the supersized episode on Peacock of uh, Phyllis's wedding. And yeah. If I'm
2: not mistaken. Yeah, you got to watch the extras to right. catch me in that one.
0: That's what I thought. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. in the canon episode that you actually got, I think your 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 story, your whole storyline got dropped, unfortunately.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which it was great. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> calling Angela out was just one of my favorite moments of that. Oh, what time. a strumpet. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. kind of is
0: in a way, which is interesting. She,
2: she is kind of a strumpet. Yeah. Yeah. She just didn't yeah. know it. Who knew know that she was so um, <laughs> promiscuous. That's great. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was incredible writing to write a vet who's more interested in, you know, in feline spirituality than, uh. <laughs> <laughs> than you know, making sure that their colon has been flushed. Priorities.
0: Priorities, yeah, and it, they're very
2: much the same: a clean spirit and a clean colon. Hey. <laughs> that's the age I'm at now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just got a box today. I'm supposed to do something with it. I don't know. So
2: uh, okay, yeah. yeah, and to think you're putting that stuff in the mail—that's
1: <laughs> just frightening. I'm never opening my mail again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Miss delivery. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Do not return to sender. No, please. Yeah, no right. please. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's where you put somebody else's return address on it. <laughs> uh.
0: Cooper, yeah. you mentioned the movies, and I was actually going to ask you about uh, about Sully as well. And, you know, you got a chance to work alongside the likes of Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, Ben Kingsley, Bruce Willis, Tom Hanks, you know, just a couple small people out there. And, of course, directed by Clint Eastwood. I mean – tell us a little more about that experience. I got a chance to watch your clips and Sully and very nice job, by the way, we, we Thank haven't you. had a chance to watch the movie, but I wanted to at least see your portion of it. And I read about the character you played as well. So very interesting stuff.
2: He, um, that was the second time that I got to work with him. Uh, the first time was a, a film with Angelina Jolie. I think it was called the Changeling or oh. the, not the Changeling. That's a, um, I don't remember what it was, but, I was uh, I was playing a prison guard. It was me and one other guy who were prison guards. It was Angelina and then this guy who had abducted her kid. And we're in a prison cell and she's trying to get some information out of him and she attacks him. And we have to pull her off and get her out. And So we're, we show up. Generally, you show up and the second AD will take you over and introduce you to one of the producers. And, and if the director's not busy, you get to meet the director. And then later when they block the the scene you get to meet the you get to see him again but then it's all business mm. so this is on a sound stage and uh they ushered me in and and uh there was no meeting clint uh it was just uh let's go ahead and let's rehearse let's walk it through uh, bring in first team which are the actors that are actually playing the roles and they had the four of us in there uh they brought the camera operators in, the light, the cinematographers, the lighting, sound, just to, so that they could see how is this going to move and where are we going to light it? How are we going to how are we going to do this dance? And then they uh, they said, okay, uh, you can relax. Bring in second team, which is they have stand-ins come in for us for first team, just to, so they still have a body there to know that what they're working around. And I've still not met him. And I thinking, well, I I maybe I just won't. And uh they're getting ready to to you know, they say, okay, first positions. So I, I go to where I'm gonna be entering the scene from, and I'm just in this cavern of a sound stage, and and uh there's just silence, and I hear this real gravelly voice call out, you know, Cooper. <laughs> and I and I know it's the man. And uh and I say, Yes, sir. And he says, don't f it up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, just, it completely put me at ease. You know, I there bet. was nothing else he could say. And I thought, well, this is great. He knows my work. <laughs> 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 he knows there's a really good chance that I might. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> good advice, uh, I guess. It yeah. was great advice. And so <laughs> when, uh, when we were on Sully, uh... We had, we had spent a week already in, in New York shooting on, on the river. We're actually down there on the river, uh, shooting for a week and then, uh, moved to, uh, I think it was the universal back lot where they have a huge tank where they brought in the plane and, and reassembled it and flooded it, drained it, flooded it, drained it. It was, it was really thrilling to get to shoot like that. And there was one early morning call around 5 AM and Clinton, and one of the producers are walking toward me and I'm walking uh, uh, <laughs> toward them. And, uh, and he looks up and says, morning, Cooper. And I'm like, oh my God, he knows my name. And, uh, and I said, morning, Clint. I say, Clint, I just, I want to um, thank you. You, you gave me something. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but we'd done this, this film before and you gave me some advice and, and, uh, and he, he, Put his hand on my arm, and he said, "You know, I gave you advice because <laughs> he, just, he never does that. You know, he just lets people do what they were hired to do." And uh, and I told him that story, reminded him, and he uh, he, he he laughed, and he said, "That's good advice." <laughs> 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 I think I'll use that.
0: <laughs> That's great.
2: <laughs> he was just um, the most unaffected approachable, uh, just a terrific, really beautiful guy. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's great to hear who just, yeah. uh, he's got a, he's surrounded himself with people who do their jobs really well. And, uh, and he just lets them, hmm. you know, it was around a lot of times when cinematographer would come over and say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Well, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And, and he just would nod. So, yeah, Great. Go for it. Never saw him suggest something other. Wow. You know, even down to the caterers he's had for you know 25 years. He just, he he's got a machine that works and uh, and he wants to keep that team together so he doesn't have to keep recreating, you know, rebuilding the wheel. Wow. If it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it. Yeah. 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 That's great. It's good yeah. to have a
0: Clint Eastwood story in your pocket for, you know, parties and stuff. Isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I like that story, too. It was the only thing, maybe the only thing he said to me all day. So I just, I, I really appreciated that. That's great.
0: <laughs> Cooper, coming back to Parks real quick, um, you know, you had your 10 appearances, it, it, I know it's probably hard, but do you have a favorite? I mean, we kind of reviewed all your episodes again, and uh, they, they all have something very funny about them, but do you have a favorite? Thanks.
2: Um, there was one where, uh, actually a, a couple, there was one where I'm, uh, examining, uh, Nick. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, sawdust in his ear and, oh, yeah. and there's just a lot of back and forth and there was a lot of play in that. And then one where there's, and these were just, these were short ones, but, uh, I just really had fun watching the others work. Uh, the other is, is, uh, one that, Chris just put back up on uh, his site uh, one to encourage people to go to their doctors and get examined. And it's one where he's talking about all these ailments and he finally holds up his hand and said, oh, yeah, and this happened uh, where he's got this <laughs> yeah. you know horribly broken exactly. thumb. Uh, but he went on about every just and he was just riffing. Uh, and you can see the Aubrey lose it. When Chris goes on about, he's got this problem with wiping oh, and he yes. just wipes and wipes and wipes. And it's like, there's a marker there. It just never stops. And, uh, and to know that, you know, I can't watch uh-huh. Chris right now. Uh-huh. I, I cannot be listening to Andy. You know, I've got to be Dr. Harris right now. I've really got to fight this. And it just, it felt like a, a Tim Conway, Harvey Corman moment. <laughs> where uh, we're uh, from the old Carol Burnett show oh, yeah. where where Tim's just doing all he can to make Harvey <laughs> lose it. And, and Chris just, God, he was brilliant. He is brilliant. Was just having fun. And, uh, and it felt like I was really blessed to be in the room and just, uh, allowed to, uh, just play with them and just, uh, just have fun. One of my favorite was that very first episode, where uh they I actually got to cut the cast off Chris's leg and and uh and I learned that they were really gonna let me play. <laughs>
0: um
2: you know, I didn't know that they had that play take. They they kept that what I improvised about the muscle atrophying and they used it in the teaser uh for the episode. And that just that'll that group of people will always be um really I'm very thankful to them, very grateful to every one of them.
1: You, you mentioned you mentioned how uh, how funny Chris Pratt was in that scene, and how you had yeah. to concentrate and go, "No, I'm Doctor Harris. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna crack up at you, funny man." Did, That's did, right.
2: Were there ever scenes where they made you break? Uh, there was, uh, yeah, Amy did once, and again, it was an, another one where Chris was injured, and I, I just I knew well they're not going to be able to use that, and that was part of what I just can't break because if you break. You yeah. lost the gold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think I ever uh I ever broke except that that once and uh they'd already gotten what they wanted. And <laughs> the and that's resolved. the thrill of it. You know, that's um you know, if you keep from breaking, you're able to stay up on the wave and surf with them.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh and they're counting on we're all counting on each other staying in and not breaking. No, I don't remember anywhere I where I um really cost a cost to take, you know, and it was easy as Dr. Harris because Dr. Harris just, you know, he, he's just in the room for a lot of it. And his, (laughs) his lines are, are just, he's just, he's throwing shit on people, (laughs) Uh, you know, or or just trying to scare people into having worse ailments than they actually do just to get a reaction out of them. (laughs) you know when when uh that time when i'm examining uh nick and uh and he just he rips off the prescription you know right out of my hand and leaves and and dr harris says you know i wish all patients would be like that <laughs> you know that's dr harris he just he he was nick was the one that got him
0: mm.
2: was, yes nick had no time for it and that was oh i almost lost it cuz that's nick's laugh <laughs> That's his actual laugh. That's pretty good. Oh, and it's just, it's <laughs> that laugh out of this grizzly bear of a guy. It's so, uh, such an anachronism and you just, oh my God, I love you for that laugh. And yeah. You can do about it. It's beautiful. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> He's just a sweet, genuine, terrific, generous guy. I was thinking about your, your scene,
1: um, When you're talking about first going to Ann's Halloween party, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. and and where you took back the wine and everything, and I think the scene that got me thinking about well, what what exactly is Doctor Harris about? Like, is he just grumpy or whatever? Is when you and Nick Offerman as Run Swanson kind of had a, I don't know, I thought of it as a grump off, where you you, (laughs) two two (laughs) stoic guys just kind of sitting there and looking at each other and guessing each other's
2: costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. It, that, uh, and we we riffed a little bit on that, too. I think one of the things I threw out for him was that he was a sommelier. <laughs> just looked like he's in this blousy shirt and looks like he'd be selling pushing wine on somebody. And uh, it was just there was a lot of silence of just these two guys. Who are who don't care for casual conversation. And so what do we have? And and poor Ann, we're the first two people to get to the party. And, yep. you know, Anne threw some horrible parties. Uh, it just was, <laughs> she, poor Anne. And these are the first two to arrive. Uh, yeah, that was, I love just the chance just to face Ron and see what what's he going to throw at me? Yeah. I could care less, you know. He looked down and said, you're a doctor. Says, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you're dressed <laughs> as a doctor. Yeah. That's all Dr. Harris gives. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's great. <clears throat> yeah, they they were really generous and kind to me. Loved it. Loved every friggin' second. I know the, that they're early, stay late.
0: You've got an episode coming up here in season five where I remember you. I think it might be the one, it might be Anne's decision, in fact, where she's considering the the sperm donors. You come into Leslie's office, you kind of comment that her office is pretty small. Yours is bigger.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My chairs are leather.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And just, you know, the nerve of him to go, I think he walks in and he picks up her mail and looks through her mail (laughs) on the desk too. Uh, He's just very nonplussed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They, and and, I mean, no, uh, Amy. Yeah. Uh, encouraged, and I said. I just left a. Amy says, "Well, maybe should, you should." Uh, Leslie says, "Maybe you should get back to him." I said, "No, he's. I think he's got a spinal fracture. He's not going anywhere." Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Loved when they gave me stuff like that. He's just, he was he, just deliberate as deadpan and non caring as I possibly could. Right. He's and not Max wrong. Huh? He's
0: not wrong. The guy's not going anywhere. But you know. No, he's not wrong. It's true. He's not.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. That's great. Zero bedside manner, and I love the guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do too. I do too. There's no question. There's no facade. This is the real deal. Take it or leave it. And if you're lucky, you'll have a different resident watching you. But if you've got Dr. Harris, he's not going to waste your time. That's right. Yeah.
0: Cooper, as I was looking at the episodes, I think I figured out you got to work with every main cast member except Retta. Does that feel right?
2: That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty yeah. cool. I don't know that. I don't think we've talked to a lot of guest actors on the show. And I'm very blessed to have done so. But I think yours has probably got the widest spectrum of getting to work with the main cast. So that's They were cool. great. They, yeah. they put
2: me in an exam room with just about everybody. And then, you know, I got to come in and check out Jerry's package. <laughs> and uh, they brought me in for that. But yeah. And, and Retta, God, she's a nice lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did a, a kind of a reunion thing uh, back in. Um, they had them all together to do a Q&A at one of the music, like the TV film. Like Paley Fest, maybe one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And then did a big gathering afterwards. And we all got to come in and Retta was just so sweet, so dear. I'd never had anything with her, but she was quick to light up. And
0: Aww.
2: yeah, everybody. I mean, I'm going overboard, but they're worth going overboard for. You know,
0: that's so great to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Cooper, we always try to ask, uh, what do you have coming up? Where can people find you? Um, (laughs) I I see some things in the works for sure. Uh,
2: Yeah, there's um, there's uh, uh, something's more than one thing. Uh, I'd love to know where that is. It's a film that I shot last year in L.A. Uh, In the works. Uh, there's just a buttload of stuff that I'm auditioning for most of it out of Atlanta. There's so much happening out of Georgia and that's where, you know, I'm closer to now with North Carolina. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I can't talk about one thing that I'm waiting on that would shoot next week. Uh, I'll say it shoots in Richmond, Virginia. And so my fingers are crossed there. Uh, you know, coming up is just, is, is life. I got two boys. And I'm 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 loving this time with them. It's great. Uh, you know, coming up is my uh, my 15 year old is in the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Really? At uh, oh. Carver High School, oh. <laughs> October 27th to the 29th. Be there. All right. Yeah, he's uh, he's a, a Sleepy Hollow resident, and he's pretty excited about it. And I'm very excited for him. Uh, that's uh, as far as a Thornton doing some acting. You may have to see him before you see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's gonna knock it out of the park i know he's got such great timing and such a great sense of humor and god he's phenomenal he enjoys it he does he does both my guys and my older son helps with most of my auditions they both do and uh you know they're all self taped now and so they'll read with me and run camera and and that's what i send in and so we've got the little production house right here that's awesome yeah, they're terrific. And I, I'm really, really getting a kick out of getting to have so much life with them. That's great. That is yeah. great.
0: Yeah. I always love, too, hearing that, you know, people are still doing active, good work, and they don't have to live in Hollywood. I think that's cool because I know that wasn't the case, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So
2: No, no. There's so much. I mean, there's there's as much, if not more, happening out of Georgia. Mm. There's so much happening there. Uh I would. I, I miss LA. I miss uh, my community there. I miss the chance to. i, I Though I know that they're doing self tape there, you know. Also, yeah, we've you know, heard not, that not, people not going into the rooms anymore. Boy, do I miss being in the room. Mm. Loved going into offices and and uh, having time, human time, just to see a face and to check in and see how this casting director is doing and yeah. how life is for them and to get to meet the producers and. Uh, occasionally you know audition with larry david and uh, i miss that i the self-taping is convenient uh, but that's about all it is uh there's a lot that was lost there on for on the acting end on the on the casting director end. i know that they miss people in the room too but yeah. it couldn't be easier mm, yeah uh, it, you know they can fly through auditions now and get so many more people in than they could have by you know just booking a full day of people yeah. coming in and out you know, now they just watch the tapes. Did you, you know. work with Dorian? Dor- oh, man. Yeah. Dorian? Oh me, Dorian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We talked to her and she, she mentioned that actually, I think she's working harder now than she did before because the volume of stuff because of self tape. What did she say about, Did she talk about missing people in the room? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, she she talked about just the fact that it's like there's that connection, that energy and it's, you know, yeah. you don't have that right now. And, Maybe yeah. that'll come back, you know. Maybe the good parts will stay, and the the parts you're missing will kind of come back a little bit.
2: I hope so. Yeah. I I really do hope so. I'm I'm afraid that um, if it's just bottom line, there's no way that it will. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have to rent office space. You know, it's just their laptop. Mm. It's true. You know, and, and that's that's huge. And I know that that was a lifesaver for COVID. Yeah. Uh, I hope it does, because man, this uh, there's. Enough of the human element miss, missing to take that away, uh, and two, it was a great chance just to hang with other actors when you're waiting outside. Mm-hmm. I miss that. God, I loved that. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times we'd go to auditions, and uh, and we they'd call our name, and it was like shit. I got to go in. <laughs> we're so much fun just out in the room. I'd take my kids when they were babies. I'd and just leave them out in the room with these other actors. Oh my god! You know, watch my kid, would you? <laughs> That explains a lot of why my kids are messed up now. (laughs) (laughs) Messed up in the best way possible. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's next for you guys? Well, you've been trying to figure that out. I know. it. (laughs) Well, I love that you're doing this.
0: We're in the middle of our fifth season and, uh, you know, the show obviously went for seven. So we've probably got, we think, maybe nine more months of production to go for us. It's been great. I, I love it. We started during COVID because we were kind of going nuts and a little bored. Yeah. As, you know, I, I I was, my job was weird because I was actually busier than normal, but I didn't like the way in which I was busy and I needed a creative outlet because that's kind of my background too. So
2: um, we've had a great time you can see that you guys light up around this that's really cool it's been a lot of fun yeah we, we've yeah, been we, blessed to talk we, to we people
0: like yourself so that's that's a big part absolutely of
2: it. yeah yeah well i'm glad if um i, I you guys clearly don't have uh, a problem getting folks that's uh I'm, I'm very happy for you i'd love to help but i think you've gotten everybody that i could help you get
0: <laughs> so you start calling the main cast for us i think that's about where we're stuck right now so
2: is that yeah. right yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're a little busy.
0: They are, yeah. which is good. Go they're pick. all, they're all working. And, and actually we love that. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's great news for everybody.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It keeps the show, you know, in the, in the vernacular.
0: Sure does. Well, we just read that community's finally getting its movie. Cause you know, the whole thing was six seasons and, uh, and, a and, a and a movie. So maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see a movie here. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be great. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. I think they need yeah. to do a prequel. Prequel would be kind of cool. You know
2: what? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Little Absolutely. Ron Swanson, who wouldn't want see, to see oh.
1: that? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That writes itself.
2: Yeah, it does.
0: Uh, well, Cooper, thanks Good. again for talking to us today. It's been a great pleasure, and. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. Mark Allen, thank you guys so much. Loved it. Yeah, you guys have been a blast.
0: We look forward thank to you seeing guys. you again. Definitely. All right.
2: You name it. when I, After right. the next series. That's right. Take care. All right, you guys. All, All right. right. Take so care. Bye. Bye, Cooper. Bye, guys.
0: All right, everybody. We're back. Well, Mark, I don't know about you, but uh, I I really enjoyed getting to listen to that interview again for the first time in a long time. And, uh, you know, uh, Harvey and Constantine, thank you, I guess, but uh, at least they got the the backups restored and we are able to go back and listen to that interview.
1: Well, A, Constantine and Harvey have lost their parking spaces. That's what happens Um, when you wrestle in the sound booth. And And then B, how much fun was that? That was, that was a great cool. interview. I really like him.
0: Yeah, he he was a great guy, and actually, I've uh, I've read some of his stuff, and I'd read a few things going into it. But he's he posts on a blog. You can easily find it out there, and uh, it's free. I think it's one of those blogs where you can pay to get you know higher higher level stuff and blog right. you, you know blog yourself to death. But um, but he's an interesting guy like he wrote some stuff about his relationship with his father that could frankly be a hollywood movie and i I sent him a note afterwards and said hey man you know uh well one thank you for sharing and two wow like just wow and he got a lot of that feedback because it's it's a crazy interesting uh story of a guy who really loves his dad but his dad was a pretty flawed man so just very very interesting so many artists and funny funny people have seemed to have that as a background it's just interesting
1: to right me. and and not everyone has the the talent to uh to write about it in a way that that makes it interesting and compelling yeah
0: yeah so so very very true so anyway i'm really glad you joined us this week we appreciate you listening uh we're happy to do these these um spotlight interviews when we have the chance and we've been blessed to have over a dozen of these now so thanks to cooper thanks to all those who came before him and uh we look forward to being back soon with another new episode
1: yeah that's right and by the way what uh, episode will that be alan
0: well as a matter of fact mark we inserted this in between the end of season five and the beginning of season six which will be london part One.
1: Oh, that's right we're in season six that's can you even believe it
0: crazy
1: crazy, crazy, crazy. craziness long yeah. time coming
0: but i'm excited to be here and uh We look forward to seeing you next time. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Live from Pawnee is a copyrighted production of The Creators. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Original music was created and performed by Aaron Emerson of Emerson Studios. Clips are used under fair use doctrine for the purpose of commentary and parody. Please see our website at livefrompawnee.com
2: for more details or to contact us.